0: Hello there, and welcome once again to Following the Truth. Today is Tuesday, October the 12th. My name is Gary Zimek, and yes, I was absent yesterday from doing the program. It was unexpected. Some things took place yesterday. We had, um, Eileen and I had to some family business with an extended family member. You know, sometimes these things come up, and then I needed to help out my daughter Mary with something. And before you know it, the the afternoon was shot, and I was a- unable to do the program. I wanted to do yesterday's program, uh, but I but I was unable to because I was going to let you know, I'm going to give you a little bit of news now, um, that I'm going to take the rest of the week off. So, I'm making an announcement today that I meant to make yesterday on the program. As of now, just this week, I'm going to take some time off. And I'll look, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm feeling a little burned out. Um, I've got a lot of projects that I, I have these hard deadlines that I have to meet. And, and I'll talk more about it after I, I pray with you and I'm just trying to figure some things out and I think taking the week off I have some plans uh, later in the week I'll share them with you and um and, and then we'll see where we where we go from there but I just hope you understand um, but why don't we pray it's it's great to be with with you here I should say that first I should welcome you to the program and offer you a chair there's a chair here for you so why don't you just sit down if you wouldn't mind let's pray And then we'll chat a little bit, and then we'll get into the topic for today's program, which is all about inviting Jesus into the mess of your life, (laughs) right? And if that that strikes a note with you, then stick around. I think you're going to enjoy what what we're going to be talking about today. But right now, let's turn to Jesus. Let's talk to him for a little bit together, and uh, we place ourselves in the presence of not only Jesus, but of the Father and the Holy Spirit as well. So we pray in the name of the Father and of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Hi, Jesus. It's good to be with you today. Good to have you here on the program. And Lord, we're 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 going to talk about you uh, shortly. We're going to talk about how we can invite ourselves, uh, invite you into into our lives. Um, you know, Lord, it's it's sometimes it's it's difficult. Sometimes we don't. We don't, we don't feel you. We are overwhelmed by the problems that we're facing. We're feeling dry. We're feeling weary. We're feeling hopeless at times. And, and we neglect to invite you in. And then when we do invite you in, we sometimes think, well, I don't feel him. So he's not with us. Jesus, you are very clear when you told us that you will be with us for the, until the end of time, you are with us, and especially when we invite you into our lives and ask you to help us, it would be incredibly, <laughs> uh, it would just be unfair of us to think that you're not going to take us up on that offer. Because we know through the evidence that we've seen in Scripture of your encounters with various people, and we've seen what you did on the cross, it would, the evidence all points to the, the 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 obvious obvious conclusion that if you're invited, you're going to get involved in our lives. Um, but we don't always see it that way, Lord. So we pray that you open up our hearts and our minds today. As we look at some of the these words from the gospel and talk about certain topics, we pray that you open up our hearts and minds to be more accepting of the fact that You want to be involved, and you do get involved when you are invited. Lord, I ask you to give me the words. It's a tough message uh, to deliver, and deliver it well, because this is your message. And I don't want to mess this up, because this is too important. So Lord, please use me today as your instrument. Give me the words. um, And please, open again, open our minds and our hearts so that we can hear and receive this message. We ask this in your name, Lord. Thank you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, my name is Gary Zimek. You are listening to Following the Truth, and as I said at the very start of the program, I took yesterday off. I'm going to take off for the remainder of the week, so there's going to be no podcast of Following the Truth for the remainder of this week, and then we'll see We'll see about next week. Uh, I'm not really sure at this point. So the reason is, let me be honest with you, the reason is I've been feeling burned out lately, and, and this happens. I've I'm still promoting my latest book, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness, and that that takes a lot. I'm putting a lot of effort into that, doing a lot of interviews, speaking. I'm starting to speak more. I'm preparing for talks that that I'll be giving in in the near future. November is shaping up to be very busy. And then I have a deadline for a new book that's going to be coming out in 2023. I've got one coming out in 2022 it's already written, but then I have another one and I've got to get this one done in the next few months. So, so along with that, I've got a pretty detailed proposal to come up with for the book. Um, and when you, when you tie in that with the daily reflection that I write, let not your heart be troubled. And if you haven't subscribed to that yet, you can do so by going to following That takes a lot of effort because I, I write it fresh every day. And also, um, doing a lot of radio work and of course the book, and then there's family stuff. So right now there, there are some loose ends that I've got to work on around here and nothing seriously wrong, but just busy stuff that I, that I have to do some stuff we, we have to figure out as a family and, um. With and and I do the weekly podcast, the Gary Zimak show. So it's not like you won't hear me this week. That re- that podcast is available every Friday, and I look at the weekly mass readings. That that podcast also goes out to um, uh, a number of Catholic radio stations across the country. So you know when I'm looking at things to eliminate, and and I'm not sure. At least for this week, I'm going to just take the week off, and we'll see what happens, and see if I get. My inspiration and my drive back, and and honestly, the ability because I've got to get this book done. I have no choice. I'm, it's a contract I signed. It has to get done. Uh, I'm going to see what happens if if it'll be doable to do this podcast. But let's just let's let me take it one week at a time. We'll take this week off. Um, I'm doing a little bit of a mini retreat. Later in the week, and meeting with my spiritual director, I'm going to be praying a lot, being being able to hang out with him, and ask um, ask for his advice about what's going on. I'm going through a dry spell right now. If you read my email yesterday, and that's nothing out of the ordinary. It happens to us all. It's part of the spiritual journey, and from time to time, and look, I don't like it. I don't like the way it feels. From time to time, when we walk with the Lord, there's going to be these periods where we're just not feeling it. Prayer is difficult. The, the passion isn't there. The feeling isn't there. That doesn't mean, if you're going through something like that, that you should eliminate anything, because you really shouldn't. You need to keep almost forcing through the boredom or the tiredness and, and at least maintain that that relationship with the Lord in some way. Now, you can modify the way you're praying, You can modify if if you're getting absolutely nothing, if you're feeling nothing out of the way you're praying. It is okay to change it up a little bit, you know. And right now, my morning routine is: I wake up, and you know, I'm not again, I'm not feeling a lot right now. But I've been through this before, and I'm not overly panicked about that. I'm not panicked at all. I don't like it, but I realize it's part of the journey. My morning routine starts with: I pray the, uh, I wake up, I talk to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I pray the, the divine office, or the, sometimes known as the liturgy of the hours, and that's working good for me because that's scripturally based. It's based on the Psalms. It gives me a chance to praise God in the morning. Then I'll I'll listen to some music, listen to some Christian music. That's Again, that's working for me now. I'll read the gospel. I'll talk to Jesus about that. Then my wife will wake up, we'll pray together, and then we'll go to daily mass. I mean, that's that's my ritual. That's that's not going away. I, you know that's and I, and I would encourage you to do the same thing. When you're not feeling it, don't abandon prayer because that's the mistake that I've made in the past. that is a common mistake. You know? You don't want to abandon your relationship, working on your relationship with the Lord, which sometimes involves doing things you don't want to do. It's like kids, it's like a marriage, It's like a friendship. Sometimes you have to forego your wants and desires. And work on the relationship, and that's that's that journey from selfishness to selflessness. It's a painful one, <laughs> it really is at times. But so I'm working through all that. But I, I just am trying to figure out if, especially for this week, how I'm going to get all this done. And honestly, the Lord works through me when it comes to the books. The Holy Spirit writes the books for me, but I still got to sit down and put the words on paper and when i'm facing these deadlines and some other family business type stuff you know deep things i have to do to help my kids and help my wife with some some matters that have to get handled it's just i'm i'm starting to run out of time so for the remainder of this week i'm going to take off from the show now if you have any concerns any questions gary at following the truth is my email address i'm still going to be around i'll still be writing the daily let not your heart be troubled reflection I still will be doing various radio appearances. I'm going to be on EWTN Radio tomorrow at 6.35 on the Sunrise Morning Show as we continue to walk through my new book, Journey with God. So I'll I'll be doing that. And as far as my other uh, appearances, I'll be doing those as well. And then there's the weekly show, the Gary Zimak Show, which will be available on Friday. Wherever you got this podcast from, you can get that one. And uh, and then I'm gearing up for a, a more or less pretty busy November, and then it'll drop off a little bit. Then then Lent will be crazy. Thank God, I'm so glad to be back on the road again, spreading the good news. Lent will be crazy again, and and all of this is um, you know just a, a means of trying to figure out what it is that the Lord wants me to do, how much of it, and, and when. That's that's the challenge of being in full time ministry. Sometimes you wonder, am I supposed to take on this project? Because I, I've had to learn to say no. That's tough for me. But in order for us to um, to really do the Lord's will, that requires saying no sometimes. It really does, because by saying yes to everything, it's possible you're going to end up doing nothing. right? And that's a danger. we got to watch that. So, no show for the remainder of the week. I, I thank you in advance for understanding. Let's talk now about, um, and by the way, followingthetruth.com is my website if you want to um, find out more about the work that I do. And I don't know if you remember, a few weeks ago I told you I was speaking at the Connecticut Catholic Men's Conference. Well, the entire talk that I gave called Listen to Your Blessed Mother, that talk's available now. Uh, And you can find, it's on YouTube, so you can either search for my name, Gary Zimak, Z-I-M-A-K, on YouTube, or you can go to followingthetruth.com and you will see a tab that says speaking click on that tab scroll down a little bit and you will see um a link to the talk that i gave at the connecticut catholic men's conference what's pretty cool about it is that it was in an outdoor baseball stadium so it's first that's a first for me you know so i was able to do that and if you want to hear the talk check it out Followingthetruth.com. just go to the speaking tab okay so today I was sitting at Mass and I was wondering what I was going to talk about, what I should talk about with you today, what I should talk about in my email reflection. And and the first line of the gospel hit me. And that's the way it is. If you're if you're looking, a lot of times you hear it said that you should, in your relationship with the Lord, let him speak to you. Well, how do you do that? You just sit there and wait. Maybe. But I think the most effective and reliable method of letting the Lord Jesus speak to you is by opening up the Gospels and reading from the Gospel and letting Him speak to you there. What does He say? Well, it really depends. And and that's where the Holy Spirit may lead you. You can read the same Gospel passage multiple times. And at each point in time, each time you read it, the Holy Spirit may highlight a different aspect of that gospel gospel passage. Now, if you've done that, you, you probably know exactly what I'm saying. So today, what hit me about this gospel, and honestly, this particular passage, if you take the whole thing, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but if you look at the whole thing, he is essentially calling out, the, Jesus is essentially calling out the Pharisees and calling them out on going through the motions, they are more concerned about the external rituals, doing in their minds what's the right thing, as opposed to changing internally, which is what Jesus is really looking for. So I think that's the, if you want to look at what's the main thrust of the gospel passage for today, from today's Mass, I would imagine that would be it. But here's what caught me, caught my attention, the opening sentence of this gospel. after, And this is Luke chapter 11 verse 37 after jesus had spoken a pharisee invited him to dine at his home jesus entered and reclined at table to eat a pharisee a member of the religious party who would constantly be a thorn in the side of the flesh of jesus i mean these guys were um these guys were very difficult made life difficult for Jesus because of their stubbornness, because of their self-righteousness. But the Pharisee aspect of this aside, and maybe we should look at that, maybe that's an important point, Jesus was invited by the Pharisee to dine at his home. Technically, the enemy, right, if you want to look at it that way, invited Jesus. Somebody who was at odds with Jesus said, Jesus, please come into my home and eat. What happened? Jesus went with him. And I think that's a great message for us. If you invite Jesus into the mess of your life, and I speak specifically to you if you are, especially I should say to you, if you're struggling right now. If you're struggling, I get it. I know what it's like. You know, it might feel overwhelming to you. Life might feel hopeless and burdensome. But my message for you today is invite Jesus into your life. I mean, how do you do that? Specifically, say those words, Jesus, I invite you into the mess that I'm experiencing right now. And take it to the next level. Say, help me. Lord, come into this this mess of a life I have. Nothing is working out. I'm struggling right now. You know, maybe you're there. You know, I have the belief that each of us can be in one of three positions, and see if this makes sense to you. Number one, things are going pretty well. You know, you those we have those periods in life when it's smooth sailing, no real problems, things are good. Think about it; it would be great, but no real problems. Everything is good. <clears throat> That's one group of people. There's another group where everything is going wrong, it all looks hopeless. You might be dealing with a very serious illness, a chronic illness, a life-threatening illness. You might be dealing with financial difficulty or devastation. You might be dealing with the, with the sudden loss of a spouse <clears throat> or a good friend. You might be grieving, you know, any kind of a loss, the loss of a pet even. You know, something you might be dealing with It's very difficult. You might be overwhelmed with fear about what's going on in the country or the world right now. So that's the second group. First, first group is everything is going well. Things, things are good. Second group is, well, really struggling. Things are not good at all. Things are almost looking hopeless. Then there's the third category. I have a feeling you could be here too. Um, you're just not feeling it. Life is flat you're not inspired, you're reading scripture, you're praying, you're going to daily mass even, and you're just not feeling it. You know, you start to wonder, like, what's the point? Why am I praying? And it might even be that you think about Jesus dying on the cross and rising from the dead and your ability to go to heaven one day because of what he did, and you You respond to that by saying, I I know, but who cares? What does that matter right now? Listen, don't feel bad about yourself if you feel that way. Feelings are not right or wrong. So you might be in a position right now where your life isn't really bad on the outside, but you feel like you're just going through the motions or life is a drudgery, as as Job said. You might be in that boat also. I think that third category is where I'm at right now. Externally things are fine. But like I'm just not feeling it. And you know, it's okay to recognize that. And it's okay to embrace that. And as a matter of fact, I encourage you to embrace that and realize that, hey, it happens. And oftentimes the Lord allows this to happen because he wants to take us to the next level of faith. You know, he wants us to turn to him and make the conscious decision that we're gonna we're gonna pray, we're gonna love him. We're gonna do the we're gonna do the work, if you wanna call it that. Whether we feel good about it or not, and that's how you get to the next level of faith. It is painful though, but it happens. So no matter where you are, no matter where you are in, in which of those categories, I invite you I encourage you to invite Jesus into whatever it is that you're going through. Again, life might be fine, but you're just flat. Invite him into the flatness and say, Lord, I need you to fill me up. Now, once you do that, here's the, the the tricky thing. And I talked about this in my email reflection today. And I told the story of one time I was giving a talk. It was a few years ago. And typically when I when I do a talk or parish mission, I always send an email. Actually, it's, actually, it's in the contract. Here's what I need. I need somebody to pick me up for the airport. I need a microphone. I need a table set up for my books, you know, et cetera. Because I, these, these things are important. I need you to advertise my talk, here I'm going to send you a flyer, because no matter how good of a talk I have, if there's nobody there to pick me up from the airport, or if nobody's in the seats, or there's no microphone for me, the talk's not going to be effective. So these details are important. And ordinarily, I'm I'm working with one person in a a parish to to do that, and I'll typically get feedback. I'll get questions, I'll answer the questions, and we'll, we'll go back and forth. But I was giving a talk a few years ago, and I sent the information out, and I got distracted with other projects. And I it occurred to me that the talk was coming up very soon, and I hadn't heard it, anything. And, and I started to get a little concerned I mean, absolutely, actually, very concerned because I, I like to know that the church is working with me and that they're making the arrangements and doing what's necessary so that this talk's going to be as successful as possible. So I contacted the person at the parish. And I was sort of blown away to find out that not only did they cover all the details, but they went above and beyond, and they had everything in order. And, and the problem was, if you want to call it a problem, was that they were so good and efficient at what they did, they just did it. They didn't have any questions, they just did it because they, I guess they were really good at taking care of bringing in speakers and everything, was just great it was better than I could have expected but they didn't feel the need to let me know and so so when you look at it I mean they just they were conscientious and they were just going to do their job and, and they didn't feel the need to, to check in with me all the time so the point I'm trying to make is that details were taking place I invited them to do things I asked them to help me with some things and they did all these things even though I had no idea that they were being done, and I see that in the same way I see what happens when we invite Jesus to work in our lives. He doesn't always feel the need to tell us all the, the details, the, the, because that's his job. He'll let us know when we're supposed to do something, so what what I'm going to encourage you to do is, when you invite him to help with your mess or with the difficulties you're facing, your, your challenges, you know? Um, just thank him. Thank you. And keep inviting him. Okay, Lord, today, you know, it's a daily thing at least. All right, Lord, I'm going to need your help today. And and don't get on his case because he's not showing you that he's working. Thank him for showing up because I can guarantee you he's going to show up. This gospel passage gives us proof of that, as do many other passages throughout the gospel. Jesus doesn't have a habit of saying no when somebody invites him to get involved in their lives. So you can assume that he is there and that he is working, and he'll let you know if there's something you need to do. A lot of times what he does is he just wants you to trust him. So I hope that helps you today, and I hope that if you are struggling, I want you to know that I'm praying for you. I pray for you every day, and I will keep it up. But don't lose hope. Don't despair. And don't beat yourself up if you're not feeling the Lord's presence. I don't feel His presence a lot of times either. I've ha- I have felt Him many times, but other times I don't feel anything. And that's okay. That really is okay. Our spiritual walk with the Lord through life is done through faith. And when you have faith, that means you don't have sight because once you have sight you don't need faith anymore faith is really putting your faith or your trust in someone or something when you can't be positive of their involvement you know you trust God but you don't see him you don't always see his actions when you pray, through faith, you trust that your prayers do something, and they have an effect, but you don't always get that quid pro quo response. You know, Lord, I ask for this, you give me this. It doesn't always work like that. More often than not, it doesn't work that way. So, we walk by faith and not by sight, as St. Paul states, and that's what we're really called to do, to walk by faith, because we don't see them. And that's the way it's supposed to be in this life. Next life will be different. When we die and God God willing go to heaven, then we don't need faith anymore because we're going to see God face to face. But right now we do need that faith. So I'm going to encourage you to trust that He's there whether you feel Him or not. I will also encourage you once again to do your daily spiritual practices, whatever they are. Make sure you pray each day. You can cut down the prayer time if it's... You know, if you're really burned out, cut down the time a little. That's fine. If you absolutely have to, you know. But make sure you keep praying. Make sure you keep praying. Make sure you keep reading a little bit of the Bible each day. The daily Mass readings are great for that. And make sure you receive the sacraments as often as you can. If you're able to get to daily Mass a few extra times during the week beside your Sunday obligation, please do it. If you can go to confession, frequently, do it. Because every time you receive one of the sacraments, you receive grace. And that grace is going to help you. It's going to help you to in your relationship with the Lord. It'll help you go closer to Him. It's also going to help you to, to get that fire or that passion back, which you may be losing, to get you some hope back as well. So that's what I recommend. I Again, I'm praying for you. Would you please pray for me? I would really appreciate it. And just remember, there won't be a, a an episode of Following the Truth for at least the remainder of this week, and we'll see what we do next week. But again, please pray for me. If you want to reach out to me, let me know what you think about the show. Share your thoughts about following the truth. Um, you know, maybe that'll maybe that'll help me decide one one way or the, way or the other where I want to go with this. Uh, I just want to do God's will, and that might mean giving up something. But I'm not sure what what has to give yet. But for the remainder of this week, I'm going to take the time off and really spend a little time in meditation, reflection, and getting some good spiritual advice from my spiritual director. But you remember what I told you earlier: if you need anything, Gary at followingthetruth is my email address, so please feel free to reach out, and if you want, and if you haven't done so, sign up for my daily email reflection. I'm still going to be doing that. I'm getting a lot of response to that uh, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled daily email reflections. Very simple, very short, and I'm getting a lot of response. I'm pretty sure the Lord wants me to keep doing that, and I will. Uh, Have a fantastic night, and I look forward to chatting with you soon. God bless you. You are in my prayers. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.